Cats are Life with Brent and Jeff. He'll be crying himself to sleep tonight on his huge pillow. That was not about me, to be to be clear. Anyway, this is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. I'm Brent. Jeff is across the table. We are excited. Another Alter Life show, Psalm 56, continuing on in our Psalm spotlight on the Psalms. And tonight, the topic is he sees every tear. He captures every tear in a bottle. And we get into the care and the defense that the Lord brings us as his being his kid. So uh, you want to keep it right here. Yeah, I'm really excited about this topic. There's a lot of great songs for you guys to enjoy. I'm excited about it because I've shed a tear now and then. I don't shed a tear as much as I probably should. Kind of heartless that way. Like the Tin Man. But uh, for those of you out there that are wimps and t- cry all the time, this this show's for you. <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah, Mr. Totally video, kidding. Mr. video Montage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, old alter life memory I'm caught, there. I'm caught. Yeah. Red-handed. Just throw on a video video montage with like a new song, song, uh-huh. or like a, a Ray Pulse, yeah, or some old love country song or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, but anyway, you know, God, He cares about us so much. You know, last week we talked about Him being the King of the universe, but yet He stoops down and cares about us, and so personal, um, and He loves His kids, and He cares about everything that we go through, and so. Um, we've got a lot of great music in store tonight. And uh, if you know anything about the Psalms, hopefully if you've seen it through our Psalm series, then you can check our website, www.thealterlife.com, to catch up on previous Psalm series episodes. Um, David goes through a lot of heartbreak, a lot of heartache, and uh, we're just going to touch on it tonight. And the thing that is a comfort to us is that God, he's privy to all those things, big word. Um, he's He's... He notices them and he takes special, pays special attention to it. So much so is that says that he numbers our wanderings, puts our tears into his bottle, and writes them in a book. <laughs> you know, like God takes special note when we get to heaven. God could pull out a book and it's like Brent's tears, bam. He's like Splinter, age five, first love lost, age. 80. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's going to be, uh, I don't want to see mine because it'll be like yeah. video montage one, circa 1999, video montage two. <laughs> and, uh, I love the number your wanderings. Yeah. Four wanderings, five wanderings. <laughs> How many, what's the number of your wanderings? Would, wouldn't you want to know? You wander that? Oh, <laughs> Epic Eagles loss number one. <laughs> Epic <laughs> Eagles loss number two. Oh, that would be my crying book. But um, in all seriousness, we're in Psalm 56 tonight, primarily verse 8, but we'll be skipping around. There's other verses in the Bible that have to do with God's special attention to our cares and, uh, and our heartache as well. You know, it says that the sacrifices of God are a broken and a contrite heart. And uh, along with a broken heart comes tears and weeping and mourning. And there's a promise in Scripture that says that blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. God is a God of comfort. Excuse me. Asked reflux. Uh, (laughs) uh, And we we need to remember that because sometimes we can put God in a place where he's like, oh, he's cold. He doesn't think about my intimate, you know, details of my life and the things that bother me, even if they're not that important in the grand scheme. They still bother us, and God takes special note of those things when we cry out to him. 
Um, I like that song because it's like, if you don't have a father that cares, he's there. You know, the promise of God being there for you. And um, that's what tonight's about. You know, David wrote this being captured by the Philistines. And um, he had a lot of enemies. He was probably in great despair. Um, and just realizing that God had his back and God was for him. And um, God is for you tonight. And if you're in that place tonight where you're just feeling like, you know, no one's for me. You know, I just, you know, I'm all alone and no one really cares. Not even my parents care. Not even my family cares. Not even, you know, no one even cares about me. I could care, you know, if I just dropped off the face of the earth tonight, no one would even notice. This show's for you. That was Therapy by Reliant K. Second half of a Reliant K double play. Before that, you heard When I Go Down. Two songs about uh, just going through some difficult times and uh, having God to cry out to. And God is there for us when we're when we're hurting and when we... When we're shedding tears, God is not ignorant of those things. He He takes special care. You know, God sees when a sparrow falls to the ground, and He knows the numbers of the hairs on our heads. Jesus reminds us of that in uh, in the Gospels, and it's important for us to remember that as well. Is that God sees? He's not just like up in a cloud somewhere, like caring more about like wars and the end of the world. He's looking at His people. And uh, even those that don't bow the knee to him, he sees their tears as well. And uh, he sees the lost wandering and, and just is crying out to them to, to cry out to him. And uh, it's, it's cool to think, you know, pairing with last week's episode, how God, all-powerful, on the throne of the world, the universe even, the hand that spread out the heavens and says the heavens are, you know, for the width of his finger to his thumb. That's how we spread it out. That hand is the very hand that wipes away the tears from our eyes. And uh, pays special note of those things. It's just, it's humbling. And that's not even, that's the understatement of the century. Yeah. <laughs> humbling. Because he does care. And, you know, I mean, the fact that you would, I don't even put my tears in a bottle. <laughs> like, I don't even care enough maybe about myself to write down every time I've been hurt or broken. Um, I don't even keep track of that stuff. But God does. And uh, he cares more about me than I care about myself. And, of course, a lot of times I don't think that's possible because (laughs) I'm just selfish, you know. But he cares more about me than I care about myself. And, um, you know, even when, when you're afraid, it says, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. You know, what can flesh do to me? There's nothing that is in this world that could shake us, change us, impact us for the worse without God allowing it to happen, without... You know, God saying, yeah, you could do that to one of my kids because I know I'm going to have his back. You know, it's controlled. You know, there's nothing that happens in our lives that's out of control um, and out of his control. It may seem out of control to us, but to God, it's right. It's the plan of his His will in our lives. And we can take great comfort in that. You're listening to their Also Life with Brent and Jeff. That was John Cox with Sunny Day. It's a great song. Some dark darkness being removed pulled back for the sunny day and uh, you know we go through the dark times in our lives and we just feel like the clouds are they'll never break you know you can't see the sun on the other side of the clouds but there's a an interesting thing you know if, if you've ever been flying before or whatever you break through the clouds and the sun is always shining it's always on the other side so um you know i think that's a cool picture of, oh that's of nice that. jeff yeah that was very uh that was refrigerator <laughs> material right there yeah that was like college commencement speech there <laughs> you know guys i just want to encourage you like whatever might be going on in your life like there's, there's a silver lining and there's there's a sun on the other side of the clouds and there's 
you know, <laughs> there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> you know, there's always something to the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, and then I just realized that, you know, God can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> the classic testimony at camp. Right, that was red eyes by Switchfoot. And, um, you know, we've all been there. We've all had the, the eyes that were just like, you've been crying for a while, haven't you? The puffy, you know, the puffiness in your face and just, you know, been through those times. And even if it's not as one of those drastic times, but just feel like you're struggling with a lot of things or with people, um, and people are pressuring you and, and you're feeling like, man, what, what gives, <laughs> um, what can flesh do to me? David says, all day they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together. They hide. They mark my steps. When they lie in wait for my life, shall they escape by iniquity? In anger, cast down the people of God. You know, the picture is his enemies were twisting his words, were putting bad, you know, their thoughts were evil toward him. You know, and we say, well, you know, I don't have any, I generally like everybody around me. Like no one really hates me. Well, but the enemy does, you know, and sometimes our enemy isn't an enemy that we can see. And the, the actual enemy of this universe, he hates us. He twists God's words. He twists our words. Um, he lies in wait for our life. And yet God is there. Um, and we can put our trust in him and, and not fear him. And, um, you know, the Bible says that the enemy is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He wants us to destroy us. And um, even if it's not somebody on earth, which really compared to that, that enemy that wants to destroy us like a roaring lion, people on earth, what can they do to us? You know, we have God. <laughs> we have the master who could just have that guy have a heart attack in a second. And he'd be done. Yeah. And the enemy is smart. You know, if he can't get us to be afraid of others. He can find something about our own selves that can really just eat away at us. And, you know, there's there's a variety of things. And we have a double play coming up with Nevertheless. And uh, the first song, Cries from the City, deals with some of those things, those internal struggles that we have. And I'm sure David went through them, too. He's de- The doubts, you see it when he's like, why am I cast out? Like, think about it. He has to, like, jumpstart his heart a little bit. Like, I know that God anointed me to be king, yet I'm sitting in this cave with all these guys that are following me. I don't know why. You know, and you think about it here, and he's like, everywhere I go, there's people laying traps for me and stuff, and I'm wandering. <laughs> David says, you number my wanderings. It's not because every once in a while he, like, gets lost. It's because <laughs> for 17 years before he was actually crowned king, he was hiding in caves and fleeing from Saul. And this was actually written when he went and hid among the Philistines, the ones that he had said, you can't defy God and killed their big king, you know, uh, giant Goliath. You know what I mean? Then he goes and he wanders into their their town and he's, he's there and he's like kind of playing the game there. He's He's got some wandering going on and he knows what's up. Um, and God sees when we go through those struggles as well. And, um, you know, we're excited just to be able to, divide, you know, open the word. And, you know, it's so cool when you open the word of God, you just read a psalm like this. And you're struggling and you just, you know what? I'm going to open the word and you read Psalm 56. What can flesh do to me? God, you count my wanderings, the tears. You capture my tears. You care about every little thing that's going on in my life. It's like like you can breathe a sigh of relief. Like, man, you know, I just, I'm just so thankful, God, that you're on my side, that you care about me. And, And tonight, you know, that's the message. And We've got a lot of great music in store on the other side of this break and the other side of the song. It's going to be Skillet Whispers in the Dark. And um, the song is just about this is the last night you're going to be alone. This is the last time 
And um, it's just one of those one of those awesome encouragements that God has come. He saved us, and uh, we can take big comfort in who He is. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. It's time for our unbelievable segment. We kicked off the hour with Won't Let Me Go by Addison Road, which is a great Christian song. And because people don't like the name of Christ, Christian music has gone through several name changes. Right. There's been, you know, there's like religious. Contemporary Christian. Yeah, contemporary Christian, you know, gospel, even though it's not really gospel. The, The latest one is inspirational. I don't know about you, but... When I listen to Christian music, I don't get like inspired. Yeah, mm, some I feel, people. I feel inspired. like I could write a novel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel inspired. I can write a novel. It's it's just, it's a nice way to to soften what Christian music really is, which is like to edify, to strengthen the body, to convict people of sin. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff that Christian music can do. Inspirational sounds like time life. You know, it's yeah. like. 25 inspirational hits featuring Mark Schultz. <laughs> it's like reading Clay a, Cross. It's like reading a Max Locato coffee yeah, book, t- coffee table book, you know? 60 Minutes with Jesus. <laughs> or like... Inspirational. Dinner with Jesus. I guess it's inspiring you to be a Christian yeah. or to... But I... I don't know, like... I just think, like, I'm going to go climb the mountain yeah. because I am inspired. Climb every mountain. <laughs> I don't know. It's inspirational music. I don't, I, I, for me, personally, when I listen to Christian music, it's because I want to, like, rock and I want to, like, be yeah. challenged and I want something to speak to my heart. It's not like I want this music to make me go do something. Yeah. Or, right. Like, I got to... I need to, Call me to get action. motivated. <laughs> you know, what if they, they're going to start calling it motivational music? It's going to be like, you know, workout music or something like that. Like, <laughs> Amped up. Like a good inspirational song would be like, "Go tell it on the mountain." Because yeah. <laughs> you're like, "Oh yeah, I should go tell people about Jesus." Okay, I, I get it. On a That's mountain. an inspirational song. Yeah. Although there's a lot of Christian rock, punk, hip hop songs that inspire me to go live a better Christian life too. Yeah. Well, you know, is that really inspirational? Yeah, it's. It, I would say that would be the right use of the word. But, you know, just singing, like, a normal Christian song, like, praise song or something, I mean, yeah, it could inspire me, but it's not really inspiring me. It's the wrong word. Yeah. It's like... It's, it's the it secular media. encouraging me. It could be comforting me. <laughs> it's trying to classify a genre that they don't like. Right. And don't want to accept by just throwing a label on it that de-emphasizes what it's really all about, which is Christ. Christ-centered, Christ-powered, Christ-focused, whatever you want to say. It's Christian music. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what the Ultra Life's all about, right, folks? I love Christian radio stations who like go, um, positive listening. It's yeah. like, are you kidding? Yeah, that's another thing. Like, say, positive music. Yeah, positive. positive. Everything's positive. Guess what? Sometimes music can't be positive if you want it to be good. Jeff, let's try to be inspiring for the rest of the show. I think we should just try to inspire our listeners to <laughs> greater things. Start that novel. Climb that mountain. <laughs> Lose that 10 pounds. <laughs> you can do it. It's like an episode of The Biggest Loser. The all um, New Year's Resolution channel <laughs> here on the Ultra Life. It all starts here <laughs> with one victory at a time. Oh, man. I will deny Come that on. second it's so brownie. Christ- it's so Christian to be inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> you should just do it. I don't know. Christ is inspirational. And um, it's awesome when we 
feel down and out, we can look at Psalm 56 and hear the truth. And that's really the inspiration, right? It's the truth of God inspires us, but it does more, it should more than inspire us. It comforts us. It challenges us. It convicts us. And, um, you know, looking at this topic, you know, this, some, a lot of times this top, this chapter is good for comforting us to know that Christ is on our side. Um, in God, in the word, in the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I've put my trust. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Under the Gun by Fighting Instinct. That doesn't sound inspirational, does it? You're under the gun? Uh, what? That's crazy. But guess what? If you think that positive is what Christianity is all about, then you've never read the Bible. Because look at David. He's like, all day they twist my words. <laughs> all their thoughts against me for evil. Does that sound like positive thinking, positive reinforcement, inspiration? No, it's terrible. And he says, God help me. And what happens? He says, when I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. They say, whoa, he's getting dad. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> my dad can be your dad. And uh-huh. it only happens when we get to that breaking point. Sometimes God allows those things to come into our life. Like the Necessary Pain song we played earlier. And even that last song, Under the Gun. There's difficult things that come into our life. And... It's okay to cry. It's okay to shed tears. Jesus wept. Yeah. John eleven thirty five. Yeah. Shortest verse in the Bible. I can memorize verses. <laughs> Booyah. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It shows a tender heart. If we if we don't cry, then nothing affects us. Nothing inspires us, if you will. We're always positive. If everything's always positive, what are you going to cry over? What are you going to be... Everything's just, oh, no, I don't know how to handle this. This is out of my league. What do I do? God knows exactly what we're to do. When we put our trust in him, we won't be afraid of what other people say about us. We're like, I just want to be positive so nobody gets upset. You know, (laughs) I didn't mean for this whole episode to turn. (laughs) But God looks at even the the not-so-good things in our lives and says... I'm keeping track of those things. Yeah. Not in like a scary, like, oh no, he knows. He's the man of sorrows. Yeah. You know? He was like, you know, don't get so excited. Don't always live in this festive, la 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 la, everything's good. Because it's not. Reality is reality. And let's be real. Real Christians who know that there's a reality, there's a weight to this that's more than just frivolous, you know, being positive all the time. And, um, so many people are turned off by Christianity because. Christians live in this like fake positiveness that, you know what? Real people cry. Real people have issues. Real people have enemies. And God is for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural. Perhaps. Baloney. Perhaps not. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Cry to You by Cadet. It's great. We can go to God with our tears and say, God, my... I'm out of tissues. <laughs> and, uh, I need you. I need your shoulder to cry on. There's nothing wrong with that. Because it says in Isaiah, he will swallow up death forever and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. The rebuke of his people he will take away from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. He's going to do it. Whenever it says the Lord has spoken, it's, it's like, over. That's it. No arguments. It's not like, oh, uh, but uh, retort. Uh, <laughs> it's like you don't even have to take it to the bank because it's already at the bank. Yeah, <laughs> it's what the bank it's was based on. It's the financing that the bank was funded. It's everything. Yeah, it's great. And uh, you know, I was just thinking 
there's like we had said, there's nothing wrong with like showing emotion. You know, things aren't always peachy. Paul says in Romans to weep with those who weep. If someone's crying and upset over something, you don't go, hey, cheer up, buckaroo. All right, that was We Give You Praise by Delirious. And I just wanted to kind of highlight one of the verses in Psalm 56. It says, when I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. And I love this this line. This is it. This is like, this is something to write on your heart. This I know because God is for me. You know, how many, how many of us really believe that tonight? Believe that God is for us. He's all about us. He's, he's got our back at all times. You know, you, you sin, you fail, you think, you know, God's not going to have my back. I let him down, so he's going to let me down. We have that, that human thinking that, you know, if we don't keep uh, perfection going, then he's going to somehow forget about us. But no, the promise here is, is that our enemies will turn back and we can have confidence in the safety of God because he is for me. David's saying, it's personal. He's for me. <laughs> and man, he's for us, guys, tonight. And whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're going through um, now or in the future, never lose that the faith in that statement that God is always for you. There's nothing you can do to separate that, to separate you from the love of Christ. He's always reaching his hand out and he's for you. And that's an awesome, uh, awesome promise. I was just thinking of this verse in Isaiah. I was trying to find it. I knew it was somewhere in there. It took me a little while. I got a little distracted. But verse 19 of chapter 30 says, For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. God's not going to leave us in alert saying, Yeah, here's a handkerchief. Go nuts. <laughs> you know, he's not going to leave us without... A comfort. He says, I go away so that I can send a comforter to you. It's better for the comforter to come. Uh, Jesus is all about comfort. Yeah. <laughs> he's a lazy boy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nice bark lounger. He's he's about that. That's his yeah. job is to comfort the hurting souls, the broken, the contrite. But we got to get to that point. And he has no problem taking us to that point. And he, he makes note of every time we make it there. And uh, the journey is in the... It's in those tough times. That's how we become stronger Christians, stronger people of God. Last two verses. Vows made to you are binding upon me, O God. I will render praises to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? He has our steps, and our steps are sure. Um, He's gone to the extent of delivering our soul from death already with Jesus on the cross. So why would he not help us through the details of pain and, and things that we go through on this earth? Um, God is such a good God and he loves us and um, he doesn't let our feet from falling. You know, keep, he keeps, as the Bible says, he keeps our feet from falling that he, we may walk before God in the light of the living. Um, so, you know, whatever you're walking tonight, I just keep trying to apply this back to my own life going man there's so much craziness going on in our lives but yet god is the one that brings us sanity and he's a secure rock that we stand on next time we have tenderness all-star united just a reminder these two it's great because it's the old testament and the new testament they both promise that god sees the tears and his hand wipes them away revelation 21 4 god will wipe away every tear from their eyes there shall be no more death no sorrow no crying. There will be no more pain, but the former things have passed away. And he said, Behold, I make all things new. 
we get to a point where our hearts are broken. God knows those things. And he is going to, he's relishing. He's waiting for the day when he says, that's the last tear you're ever going to cry. That's awesome. It's just unbelievable. He knows it's coming and he can't wait for us to get there. Next. (laughs) Sorry. He can't wait for us to get there. So until next week. Be cool cats. Live for Christ. Music, truth, real, period.